Thanks to today's sponsor, Cast AI. Cast AI is a Kubernetes cost monitoring and management platform that reduces cloud costs by over 60%. Cast AI likely has the fastest autoscaler on the market, and it's really good at scaling down due to Invictor. You can benefit from automated node selection and spot instances with fallback to on-demand. It's a top-notch Kubernetes automation platform with free cost monitoring and cost optimization modules. Optimize your first cluster for free by going to cast.ai slash Brett Fisher. Thanks, Cast AI, for supporting this show. You are listening to DevOps and Docker Talk, and I'm your host, Brett Fisher. Pretty soon, maybe not by the time you listen to this podcast, but maybe the very end of 2023 or the first half of 2024, we will see a version update to the OCI registry spec and the image specification for Docker images to 1.1. And I think that's gonna be a big deal. The big thing is OCI artifacts, which is the title of this show. And I basically am reading a three-part newsletter that I wrote a few months ago on what I think is going to be a fantastic and needed necessary update to these specifications and the protocols and the APIs and the CLI tools and everything that goes with it. So please enjoy this monologue, essentially, of me reading through the newsletter of the OCI Artifact Editions to the Registry Specification 1.1. Did you know that the registry you use today for your Docker images is about to become a whole lot more useful for a wide array of different artifact types? Docker didn't just invent the modern container, they also created the artifact store for container images they called Registry. Quickly, the registry code was open-sourced as the distribution project in 2014 and eventually standardized as the OCI distribution specification in 2018, alongside the OCI image specification and the runtime specification. When we talk about OCI today, we're really talking about these three specifications that help ensure that we can all build container images, ship them around the internet, and then run them via standards. We all know this is various casual terms like Docker registry or OCI registry or just image registry. They tend to be set and forget file storage systems that are bridging the gap between source code, CI, and your servers that run the containers. You may not have thought much about the registry you're using, but that's about to change if it hasn't already changed for you. OCI compatible registries in all their forms are everywhere and many organizations use multiple registries in the cloud, on-prem, and in their CI. No big deal. OCI registries are just a new type of artifact store for a new kind of artifact. Many of us already have one or more artifact stores in our organization, but now we have this N plus one problem where we're expected to run an artifact store for every package format that we would possibly support in our enterprise. We just broke one of my major rules, which is don't install a new solution similar to the old solution without a plan to phase out that old solution. And I work with plenty of teams that have package managers for apt and yum, package managers for NPM and Ruby gems, package managers for Docker images and Helm charts, and the list goes on and on and on. And it tends to be a hodgepodge of different package managers. And then we have these commercial solutions. One of the most popular ones is Artifactory from JFrog, a solution that essentially combines all of these 
different types of specifications for artifact storage and retrieval into one solution. Many of us have more of these file and metadata storage systems floating around. They might be internal, they might be in the cloud, or they might be using a service on the internet like Docker Hub, GitHub Container Registry, you name it. The core problem with all these is that we're building and using artifact-specific storage systems. This isn't ideal for keeping things simple and consolidated, especially when it is just a bunch of different tarballs or package formats and then various metadata around those artifacts. We need a single artifact storage standard. The OCI distribution standard and our OCI registry products like Docker Hub are likely a reasonable solution for more than just container images. You're starting to see major tools use these OCI registries to store their non-container image artifacts. Now, if you're like me, your first use of an OCI registry for something other than a container image was probably storing Helm charts in an OCI registry repo. There was the old proprietary way that Helm had in version one and a little bit of version two. And then starting in version Helm 3.5, we were giving a new option for storing them in a OCI registry with a new term called OCI artifact storage. Many other tools also support this idea, including security tools, storing SBOMs, image signing, Kubernetes security policies, OPA policies, and even non-container related artifacts like WASM modules and Homebrew packages, which if you use Homebrew on your Mac or Linux today, you're technically pulling all those packages from an OCI registry like we use for Docker Hub. I rarely work with a team with only one container registry, much less a single artifact storage solution, but these things are all so similar that it seems like we should come up with a way that they all just use the same storage system. Well, I think we're on the cusp of the OCI or Docker registry becoming the one artifact and package storage system to rule them all eventually. As a refresher, the OCI registry, as you know and love, is full of two main data objects, the manifest or the metadata, and then the layer blobs, which we call container images when it deals with container images. Those are gzipped tarballs in the background. And we've also got these tags in the API that we think of when we think of image tags, and they point to a manifest, which is just metadata, then those point to one or more layers of your image. Helm was one of the first teams and CLIs to use registries to store non-container image data at large scale. Helm now has OCI registry support by default in recent versions, and it took advantage of the fact that the OCI distribution standard allows for different media types in the image layers, even if it wasn't a true container image layer. As more people wanted to put more things in their registry besides container images, we started to see conference talks and official proposals about various tools moving to support OCI artifact storage rather than the traditional storage that they'd used before, probably something proprietary. And this idea sort of caught on and I'm a huge fan of it because we've all got way too many storage systems already and the cloud is kind of standardized on S3 APIs as sort of a universal object storage, but we needed something more specific for artifact types that we're going to store primarily for servers to download and for developers to use. There are two prominent use cases for why this evolution of container registries is happening. The first one is storing and connecting data related to a specific image. 
you will see this as S-bombs or CVE scan results or image signing. The second use case are data objects that are semi-related or completely unrelated to containers. And I'm talking here about Helm charts, Tecton, Homebrew, and a whole bunch more. They basically want to take advantage of the ubiquitous and content addressable nature of OCI registries. And that's where a lot of the action is happening. For the first use case, image manifest adjacent artifacts is what I would call that. From S-bombs to image signing, there's a growing list of these things directly related to a specific container image. The push for these additional container image artifacts is primarily led by the software supply chain movement where many artifacts now relate to an image in a registry that need to be stored somewhere for reference. Turns out the OCI registry was a good place to store those too. And that effort is largely already happening, even with the existing OCI distribution specification version 1.0 that we've had for years. Although it's not ideal, current tools create the relationship between the image and the adjacent artifacts using various tricks like specifically crafted image tags to connect the dots between the objects or Docker's own image builder providing provenance attestations adjacent to the image it builds and then will push those to the registry alongside the images. But once we have all these signatures, scan reports and S-bombs stored in the registry, how can we more cleanly find them with an official API to connect all the manifest pieces. When you start to light up all this stuff, it really does get to be a lot of related objects that we need a consistent API for finding them. The solution to that problem is called the Refers API, and it's planned for GA with the OCI distribution specification 1.1 that will hopefully be released in the next few months, maybe the next half of year. And this has been in the works for a while with the OCI maintainers group, as well as other working groups within the CNCF, working to create a, a standard that the industry can agree on. Now for the second use case. As we started deploying containers in mass, we needed other files and objects semi-related to those containers. Sure, we could have always used S3 or Git like we sometimes use today, but you may not have access to those from production container clusters particularly in more secure environments. Helm, Tecton, SE Linux, SecComp profiles, AppArmor, Gatekeeper and OPA, Flux, Wasm, Docker Compose, and Pulumi all fall into this category and are in various levels of supporting OCI registries as a distribution model for their artifact types. Then there's the wild, wild west artifacts of anything that needs common HTTP storage for distribution. Packaged artifacts often need the kind of guarantees that OCI registries can make, such as SHA hashing the objects and making data universally content addressable. The Homebrew Package Manager is a great example as it switched to using the GitHub Container Registry in 2021 to serve over 50 million packages a month. I probably take up a million of those packages because I'm constantly installing homebrew on various machines around my house. Unlike my first use case I described earlier, these generic artifact types will likely not need the refers API to indicate a relationship to a container image directly, though they may find some internal benefit by using the refers API for other manifest to manifest relationships. That's yet to be seen. 
But what these tools do need is a clear path for how to officially store their various artifact types in a registry. We didn't really have that before, and it always felt a bit hacky to overload the existing registry metadata objects of images and layers to store non-image and non-layered data. As a workaround years ago, the ORAS project was created and eventually accepted by the CNCF. ORAS stands for OCI Registry as Storage, and it's both a CLI and a Go library that lets you push and pull any data type you want into an existing OCI registry. It's quite popular and used in many other tools and cloud registries to store artifacts, particularly because it has that Go library that's easy to plug and play. This idea of overloading the distribution specification for general artifact storage has side effects. Mainly, support beyond container images doesn't work everywhere because some registries don't support various changes to the manifests. Also, many registry UIs don't know how to handle displaying these data types, which often results in weird looking image tags displayed or seeing unknown slash unknown architecture types, if you've ever seen that before, or maybe even the artifacts not being displayed in a UI at all and accidentally being hidden because the UI doesn't know what they are. So it just leaves them out. The ORAS, CNCF, and OCI teams have a vision though. And I'll leave you a link in the show notes to a talk by Docker's Stephen Lasker, who worked at Azure before Docker. And he has a great story of all the needs that we have for artifacts and what they are doing about it in their tools and in the specifications. As we get close to the OCI distribution 1.1 release for the image spec and the distribution spec, it looks like they will be adding a few additional fields to the manifest to improve the drawbacks of previous generic artifact implementations, including an artifact type key that lets tool creators define their own type that should be eventually supported by any registry that updates their OCI distribution to the version 1.1 spec. Now, how can you take advantage of OCI artifacts now and be ready for the future OCI changes? In short, nothing for now. All your tools should be working today and will just get better with 1.1. Remember that OCI is just a specification. You and I don't use OCI directly. We use a registry or a CLI that adheres to the OCI distribution and image specifications. So for years, that has held steady at a 1.0 release. OCI has a great short post summarizing the technical changes in the OCI image 1.1 and the distribution 1.1 specifications. So that links in the show notes. Over the years of the OCI working toward this update, there have been many meetings, working groups, and pull requests. Most tools implementing the OCI specs have followed those plans and are working to add plan changes in preparation for a general availability release of this 1.1. That means within days or weeks of the release, we should start hearing about tools and services that are 1.1 compliant. Now, since this is a minor release and the significant changes are all done with backwards compatibility in mind, I would not expect any existing tools to break if you're using a 1.0 tool with a 1.1 registry or vice versa. How can you use OCI artifacts today? Remember that I talked about the two types of artifacts. The first type, which is image-related artifacts or things that are image adjacent, like SBOMs, provenance, scans, and signatures. 
They have an inconsistent implementation with the OCI registry today, and that will likely need an update after the OCI distribution 1.1 is released before they all get to work across all registries with proper a registry aware references. Specifically, I'm talking about the refers API and that artifact type metadata. Once 1.1 lands, I hope these tools that already support container images will get updated to package their output into an OCI distribution 1.1 artifact and co-locate them with the image they came from for easy finding. But the second type, the unrelated artifacts that don't need special registry metadata to link two artifacts together, those are the ones that we can use freely today. Yes, the APIs will change with how they talk to registries and store the data, but that shouldn't affect much of us users for the tools that store and use these artifacts. Various registries have added UI support for specific artifact types, including Docker Hub identifying a few types by name and Harbor identifying types by their brand logo. Here is a partial list of these second type tools that you can use today and should work with most hosted registries, but just realize that your mileage may vary because there isn't the standard yet. So some registries will have odd results. For the pure Docker fans out there, you can run WASM or WebAssembly modules on an existing WASI WASM runtime without needing a full container image. You can also store Docker Compose files with the new publish command as its own OCI artifact. Ideally, we'll be able to run a project from a Compose file without needing to clone the repo first. We can just do a Docker Compose up with a URL. You can now push and pull Docker volumes with the Docker desktop extension. For the Kubernetes workloads, you can store Helm charts as an OCI registry artifact directly from the Helm CLI as of version 3.5. You can now deploy Gatekeeper, Kyverno, and Kube Warden policies to Kubernetes via OCI registries and use the Kubernetes SPO or Security Profiles Operator to deploy SecComp, SE Linux, and AppArmor profiles to your clusters through SPO's built-in support for OCI artifacts. And for us GitOps fans, or maybe we would call this Artifact Ops, you can use Flux to pull your desired state from registries rather than Git. The reason I like that one in particular is because in some production clusters, you don't have access to Git directly, maybe GitHub or GitLab, and so you need something else that's closer to production to store these various things that we might use for GitOps. So Flux now supports that additional one. And I'm kind of hoping that Argo CD will update to also support this type of artifact as well. For Tekton, you can use OCI artifacts for bundles and chains, and you can control Falco rules with Falco control on Linux and Kubernetes by distributing them through OCI artifacts. Then there's a whole bunch of other stuff. I've mentioned Homebrew as an early adopter of OCI artifacts for all your tools and serving them through GitHub Container Registry at a rate of over 500 terabytes monthly. You could also now store dev container features, which is the devcontainer.json, as OCI artifacts. You can use IBM Package Manager to package and deploy software to the ZOS mainframe through an OCI artifact. Maybe someday we'll have Debian and Ubuntu RPM packages via OCI artifacts as well. So I know I went through a lot here, but the point is, is that finally the registry is getting some major new features that's gonna enable 
way more use cases for our existing container registries. And I'm excited for that because it reduces the complexity of my infrastructure, check. It causes me to not have to run multiple slightly different storage systems because storage systems can be a burden to administrate. And just like we all consolidated our logging to logging tools and consolidated our monitoring to a few monitoring tools, it's time that we take our artifact storage and consolidate that as well. And it's nice to get the standards here so that we know our various tools will all work with these storage systems and give us consistent values and data out of it, which today that's a little spotty, right? If you use Docker to store one type of artifact or the ORAS tool to store another type of artifact, none of the other tools would necessarily know about that. And that's where these specification changes are gonna create that consistency so we can see the same results regardless of the tool, regardless of the web UI, and just generally better for everybody. So I'm looking forward to the release. And if you want to follow my newsletter, I'll be talking more about this once the release is official. You can just find that at brett.news or get the links in the notes. See you soon.